Welcome to the Reformed Media Review. My name is Camden Busey. I'm here with Jason Pickard. He is campus minister for RUF International at Texas A&M University. Welcome back to the program, Jason. It's great to have you. Thanks, Cam. It's great to be back, man. Today we're going to be speaking about a book titled Classical Christian Doctrine by Ronald E. Heine, or Heine, and uh, it is published by Baker Academic. Uh, Jason, tell us a little bit about this book. Yeah, this is a great little book, uh, Classical Christian Doctrine, the subtitle, Introducing the Essentials of the Ancient Faith. And so what he is, I'm not sure if it's Heine or Heine or Hen either, but uh, what he is, he's a professor at Northwest Christian University and did his PhD work in New Testament and ancient churches, been his teaching for many years. And so what he is uh, setting out to do in this book is to give a short, accessible overview of what he calls the essentials of uh, the ancient faith. And it's it's a really good uh, little book, a really good introduction to Christian doctrine. Uh, and he defines this idea of classical doctrine as those doctrines that were accepted as true by most Christians before the end of the first four centuries of the Christian era. Mm. So, so he's not trying to say this is you know the last word on theology by any means, but he's really focusing us down to those first four centuries and saying here's what the consensus was of the Christian church. Uh, at that time, um, it's really well done. I think. I think just the only exception to that is when he talks about the uh, Christological controversies. I think he does dip into the fifth century in Chalcedon. I was just yeah. going to ask you that. So that's yeah. that's treated a little bit in the book. So okay. right, right. So so he's a. Uh, I mean, you can't really talk about the person of Christ without doing that. But other than that, he really does. Other than that one little exception, he stays pretty nearly focused on the first four centuries. What I really like about the book is that um, he gives you an introductory chapter that is explaining the title, and that's where you find the definition I just read. And, you know, so he gives you a definition. When he says classical, here's what he means. When he's talking about the essentials of Christian doctrine, he gives you even a definition of doctrine and what he means. So you really know where he's coming from when he writes this book, to the extent that he even has a section where he gives you the boundaries of uh, kind of his scope of what he's calling essential and not essential. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's really, it's really well done. You really know where he's coming from when you set up. I'm pretty sure, even though this is published by Baker, that the intent of this book really would be to use probably on the undergraduate level, like in a, a general religion kind of class. It's probably kind of the feel of the book. Yeah. Um, that first introductory chapter does set the tone that uh, it's coming at it from a pretty conservative viewpoint. You know, the early dates of the New Testament are accepted. He's not challenging those things. He doesn't get into any of the higher critical stuff like some people would expect for an undergraduate textbook, which unfortunately might mean the secular universities don't use it. But, uh, <laughs> but, but the rest of the book is really kind of a pretty straightforward historical overview. He doesn't give a lot of pronouncements on his own opinions, but it kind of, you know, if you've read that first chapter, you know where he's coming from. You can kind of see his slant as you're reading throughout the book. Hmm. So, so, so that's kind of just my general comments. What I really like is um, his point of departure, and that's the Nicene Creed. And he does that as he's looking at what he calls the essentials of the ancient faith, because that is the only creed that has been universally agreed upon by all the different branches of Christendom. Uh, so he kind of takes that as his starting point. And, um, but it's not just an exposition of the creed. He's taking the major points and takes you back to those first four centuries to show you how that was kind of hammered out on the ground, so to speak. Um, it's, it's, it's a really well-done book. At the beginning of each chapter, he gives you the 
uh, a little box that kind of lists the names of people or maybe some of the major groups of people and gives you a short little definition about who they are. Like in chapter one, he'll tell you about Irenaeus and Polycarp and Ignatius. And then uh, throughout the chapter, he the, the reason he puts those guys in the box is that throughout the chapter, he's going to refer back to them as the major players for X topic, so to speak. And so you know that up front, which is kind of a nice feature. And then set off in similar looking little boxes throughout are um, original document quotes, like a paragraph. Maybe the longest one is probably like a half page. But to be a hundred and I think 87 page introduction, you really do get a good amount of interaction with the original sources through those shorter quotes and then through those offset boxes. So it's really, really well done for a, for a book of this size. And just kind of the last thing I'm up front that, that readers should know is uh, he gives you at the end of each chapter discussion questions. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So you can see as a, you know, as a classroom setting or even in a small group setting through a church, you just want to do something on church history. He's done a lot of the upfront up work for you and gives you about five or six questions to discuss at the end of each chapter, which is a really nice feature that a lot of books like this don't have. Uh, as well as ideas for further reading for those who want to go dig, uh, deeper, because it is a fairly short introduction. But um, so this is more or less targeted at kind of an undergraduate level, more yeah, the, somewhat yeah. of a detailed introduction that is not really exactly um, just typical Sunday school material, but something also that's not necessarily at the seminary level. Exactly, you know, okay. going. Having, having done an MDiv, I didn't learn anything new from the book, but but it was a great review. It probably, for, for your average uh, church-going person, it probably kind of fills the gap of Sunday school and seminary. I, I would take a take a venture, take a guess that a lot of people haven't really looked at Christian doctrine from this angle of digging back into the ancient church. So from that point of view, it's a really helpful book. Uh-huh. Uh, so And it is so nearly focused that, again, he's, he gives you a lot of the interaction with the major players throughout church history. But yeah, so I think it would be kind of a in between Sunday school and seminary, probably with the undergraduate religion course kind of in the, in the main view here. Mm. Now so. where might this line up with books like um, J.N.D. Kelly's uh, early Christian doctrine, or, or I think it was the spirit of early Christian thought or early Christian thought by Robert Lewis Wilkin. Those are two oh, other yeah. good books on early Christian doctrine um, are those a little bit more advanced and detailed for people that might want it or yeah exactly exactly okay. the you know the the I don't have either of those books here with me I'm at home today but yeah uh, both both of those are a good bit more thorough you know the spirit of early Christian thought man that's one of the best books I've ever read that's a great book too mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't quite he does a lot of the same kind of major controversy and major players um, but not quite the same point of departure as in the Nicene Creed. But yeah, both of those books would be a little bit more thorough. They have a lot more detail, especially the J.N.D. Kelly book. So, Yeah, and that's that's a really handy book for um, just the history of, of uh, theology, historical theology. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, another one that's often suggested is uh, The Early Church by Henry Chadwick. Um, yeah, yeah. And so those are just some other examples of books if people are interested in this subject. Uh, but maybe start with this one, it sounds like, if you're if you're entirely new to the subject, it could be a good place to start. Yes, yeah, you know, especially you hear a lot of uh, competing views about, you know, what did the ancient church believe about this doctrine or that doctrine? And, 
it seems really popular now to try to go back to the ancient church. And so this book is really helpful for those conversations because, again, it is from a fairly uh, conservative viewpoint or from my own reading, a fairly accurate viewpoint of how the church hammered out doctrine um, without some, uh, some of the uh, major debunking or uh, deconstructing that has gone on through the ages. He really is giving, trying to present what the documents themselves actually say. Uh, so you really you're left with a pretty, you know, very thorough orthodox view on, on the major points. You know, he talks about Christian scripture and tells you about how that come up, came about and, uh, you know, to the point where he says, uh, you know, that no one ever even officially claimed or wrote down the canon. Let's see, let me see if I marked this here. Until the 1500s, until the Council of Turin. So he's really, you know, focusing on the fact that it is the church discovering the canon, you know, not, not something that the church just dreamed up. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, you know, he's taking you back to the ancient church, the people who actually hammered this out for us to show us how that comes about. So, so it's a really good, it's a really good little book. It's definitely worth adding to the your library if you're interested in church history or if you're going to do a class. Wow, uh, a lot of scripture references along the way. It doesn't you know? It's not an exegetical book, but a lot of chapters start with a scripture quotation. You know, so he's really trying to do balance to show how the ancient church was trying to hammer out what the scriptures teach. Excellent. Well, again, this book here, Classical Christian Doctrine, Introducing the Essentials of the Ancient Faith, written by Ronald E. Heine, H-E-I-N-E, and published by Baker Academic. Thanks so much for your review, Jason. And we point everyone back to the website, uh, reformedforum.org. This has been the Reformed Media Review.